I want to go into the word of the Lord today. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all ready for the word of God? I won't be long before you today. Amen. I've got a, a word that I believe will bless you today. Amen. Something the Lord laid on my heart that ministered to me. And I believe it will minister to you too today. Amen. I am going to be reading in the book of Galatians chapter 6 uh, from verse number 7. Amen. In the book of Galatians chapter 6 from verse number. Galatians chapter 6 verse number. Just checking to make sure you're still awake. Amen. And um, uh, the Bible says there. But before, before I go into that, you know, uh, as a young Christian, one of my toughest moments in Christianity. Have you ever had a tough moment in your Christianity? And I know when we ask that you got to be specific. For some people, it, it's the natural world that challenges their Christianity. And there are no doubt moments like that. You know, death of a loved one can shatter you. Amen. Even though oftentimes I always wonder if we don't consider the fact that everybody will die. We are shocked still when people die. But guess what? Anyway, that ain't the message today. <laughs> Amen. But uh, or, or you might lose a job or you might somebody might walk out on you. And as a result, we question God. Those were not the things that really ever shattered my belief in the Lord. And uh, what 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 rocked me was as I begun to study the Bible. Uh, when I ran into the sovereignty of God. Right. What is the sovereignty of God? Now, when I ran into it, it rocked me because it was taught to me in such a way that truly what the word sovereign means is that he does whatever he wants, however he wants, to whomever he wants, with nobody's permission. Amen, somebody. Amen. And when I ran into that, uh, uh, it was taught to me in such a way that it wasn't balanced in theology. And what I mean by that was uh, when you begin to really think deeper, and can I get you to go deep with me today? You begin to wonder, like I did during that time when I was rocked, well, if God is all-knowing, all-powerful, does whatever he wants, no one could ever stop him, then what? where do I fall in this picture? Nobody's ever asked that? Come on, where, how do I fit in this picture? And then I, 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 it was taught in such a way that in order for God to maintain his sovereignty, I was told that I don't even have a choice in any of the matters. So, so that even puzzled me more because if I don't have a choice and if, if the things that I do really God is sovereign and he knows and it's going to happen anyway, then I'm just a, a puppet. And so that rocked me and I, I wrestled with that. I said, wait a minute, God, this, if, you're, if you're in control all the time doing whatever you want, whatever you want, like what, then, then my destiny is basically decided. So if I go to heaven or hell... You already know if I if I decide to not pass the tomorrow, you know, you you already know. And basically, uh, it's almost like you're the cause of it. Amen. Somebody nobody's ever wrestled with that. But then life doesn't live like that. I begun to realize that I am where I am, not because of God's sovereignty, because I chose a couple of things. And as I began to read the Bible, I realized that I was taught wrong that God's sovereignty, in order for him to be all-powerful, it does not negate him giving me the ability to make a choice. Because if he truly is all-powerful, then, then he should be able to be all-powerful and allow a world that makes a choice and still maintain God's status. Y'all understand what I'm saying in this place. Because if we're all puppets, we're in trouble. But the Bible doesn't read like that. The Bible tells you that I'm God and I do whatever. I don't need permission, but it also says, choose you this day whom you shall serve. Do you follow that? And so when you read the Bible, I think there is a wonderful balance between God being all powerful, but man still has a responsibility for the way he lives. Amen, somebody. And, and oftentimes, even though God knows all, God sees all, God is not the causation of all that is happening in your life. Some of where you are is a result of your choice. 
And it does not make God any less than he is God. Hallelujah. And God is a gentleman. God knows that he died for you, but he's not going to force you to serve him. That is going to be your choice. Do you follow what I'm saying? You, you, you know, you know, and that's why I, I, for me serving God, I realize that yes, God is able to keep me and no one else can pull me out of his hands. But somebody brilliantly said this. The Bible says nobody could snatch you out of his hands. But it never said anything about you not leaving willingly out of his hands. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Come on, somebody. The Bible says to any tree that don't bear fruit, the axe is at the root. And so, you know, you know, one of the things I realized that it is easy when you get saved to just take your relationship for God for granted and not realize that any relationship that is going to grow, you have to nurture it. You, you, you know, we, we are told to social distance from each other. But I read something this morning from one of my favorite preachers, and it hit me hard. He said, you know, he, he, he felt sick, and he said, I'm going to have to uh, 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 stay away from some folks now and be by myself because I'm sick. But then he said this, the beauty is that I might have to social distance from people, but God never said social distance from him. Oh, he, he, we were never, we were never alone. If you really think of y'all, <laughs> if you were alone, it's because you never knew that there was a friend that says, no matter what you go through in life, I'll be there with you. I will walk with you. I will. Oh my gosh. I listen, I don't have to come to church in order to be pumped up to praise because I came. I didn't come here to find him. He was with me in the car. He was with me in the house. He was with me when, y'all ain't understand what I'm saying. And even in the darkest of moments when you look around and all are forsaken and your world seems to be shattered, I guarantee you that God has never left. But he operates in such a way that he's totally able. But you are totally responsible. Amen. And so that brings me to the, 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 the scripture I want to read today. And then I'll tell you the title of my message. Amen. It says in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse number 7. Hallelujah. Y'all with me there? It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Go on, go on, go on. Hallelujah. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. And whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit, from the spirit, from the spirit, from the spirit will reap from the flesh. But if I concentrate on the spirit. I will reap eternal life. And so in knowing that, let us not become weary. Tell your neighbor, don't become weary. Hallelujah. Y'all sound like a bunch of people with masks on. Hallelujah. Don't, don't become weary. Tell your neighbor, don't become weary. I'm going to move this cup. Sammy done full this cup up to the brim and I'm, I'm about to swim up here. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't become weary. In doing good. How many of you know doing good can become tiresome? Sometimes you want to knock a brother out. Sometimes you don't want to apologize. Hallelujah. Sometimes you want. I, when I preach like that, I'll I be feeling like it's me alone. Y'all be turning away from me when I look at y'all. No help. Y'all be like, it's you alone. Sometimes I don't want to love everybody. Sometimes I want to pour. I want to pray for everybody. I wasn't going to say what y'all. 
Sometimes I don't want to get up and preach to people. Sometimes I don't want to give grace. Sometimes I, 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 I know a few brothers who can help me get money. I'm not saying. <laughs> Sometimes there's music I want to listen to. Sometimes pop culture got stuff on. Sometimes your, your, your rapper out there that you used to listen to the world says something that's deep and sound profound. But like I said, famous don't equal smart. And so while everybody else is following, and I get weary, and I want to give in, and I just want to jump on the train, whatever, I realize that if you sow in the flesh, and your mind is always in trouble, oh my gosh, it gets weary doing good. But he says, don't get weary, for at the proper time, you will reap a if you do not give up. If I were to title this message, and I went back and forth with it, famous guy says this often, but I added to it. The title of my message today is, congratulations, you made or played yourself. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you either made or played yourself. Which one are you today? Oh, it's quiet, amen, hallelujah. The word of God is telling you here, number one, beware of deception. Be aware of self-deception. You know, look at this statement, y'all. When, when we successfully deceive others, and to define deceive, it means lie. <laughs> when you successfully trick, lie, deceive others, they are not aware of it. The same is true for self-deception. You can deceive yourself to the point where you're not even aware that you are lying to yourself. Somebody said this, the best lies about me are the ones I told. It's quiet in here. The best lies about me are the ones I told. You see, the problem is this. People can lie about you and, uh, and you can deceive people, but the way to grow in life on planet earth and spiritually is to be honest with yourself first and foremost. Most people are not honest with themselves. Most people think like this. You know, the cigarette smoker says, at least I don't do cocaine. <laughs> the cocaine user said, Coke, a little line now and then is not as bad as methamphetamine. The meth guy says, you know what, at least I don't rob people by gunpoint. The guy who robs says, at least I'm just getting money out here. I never murdered somebody. The murderer says, you know, I might have murdered a few people, but I never messed with no children. I don't abuse children. The, the problem is nobody's stopping to look at the fact that you don't got to go past the cocaine cigarette smoker. You keep smoking the cigarettes, you're going to get lung cancer. But what we do is always compare ourselves to somebody who is in a worse position and then determine that I'm not so bad after all. The problem is you don't get rewarded based on how bad or good they are. Your life will improve based on how bad and good you are. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. And so the lies we tell ourselves, you know, people don't want to take personal when it comes to our area of a husband. Don't lie to yourself. Ask yourself the question, am I truly what a good husband ought to be? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Am I a good wife? You know, people walking around, you know, compared to other mothers, I'm a good mother. I was there. I gave them food. Well, we need a little bit more. We thank you for the soup, mama, but there was a little bit more than soup that we need. Y'all hear what I'm saying? 
Oh, come on, talk to me in this place. You, you know, ask yourself, am I a good father? These are questions that the old I get. When I was 20, I'm mad at anybody who said anything about me. They telling lies about me. That ain't true. You know what? Whenever people say something about me now, I first examine if there's truth to it. Oh, no, 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 pastor. No, no, you got, you don't know, you don't know them. <laughs> and the older I get, I don't even need people to ask those questions. I ask myself those questions. Because I don't care who lies to me. I just don't want to lie to myself. And self-deception is the worst deception. When you believe that you don't need improvement... Yesterday, me and Sister Sherry had a big argument at breakfast. Our big arguments is like the same way we talk regular. People would not know. They'd be like, they arguing and they just regular. But, but, but we had an argument. And Sister Sherry has this default whenever she's arguing. She would bring up a point and she knows it drives me nuts. I'm going to tell you why the argument started. This ain't got nothing to do with the script, the, the sermon. This is how I get in trouble. We on this diet. And I don't know if you like me, when you don't, when you don't get certain foods, you just on some, how you doing? Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, so it's Saturday. It's, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. And she usually takes her break on Sunday. So, 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 but the problem is Sunday, I don't eat before coming to preach. That's just my thing. I just, whenever I minister, I just don't eat anything. And so I, I, I grabbed a piece of bread, a morsel. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with the sermon. This is why I get in trouble. And, and uh, 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 she said, you can't have that now. So I put the bread back. And everything in that conversation beyond that, I wasn't saying the wrong thing, but I was saying it with an attitude. <laughs> so we, we fought. She left. She got to go do her chores or whatever. She comes back home. I said, sitting on the bed, I said, I got to apologize. <laughs> I went outside. I said, you know, if you had given me that bread. <laughs> so what I did there? The reason is your fault. You ever hear anybody apologize and they say the word but? Someone once said, anytime somebody apologizes to you and they say the word but, forget everything that came before. They're about to argue with you again. I'm sorry, but if you had, I'm sorry, but. A true repentance. I don't know what was said. Bless God. A true repentance is when you take a look at self. You want to be honest with self. Do y'all hear that today? Point number two, you can't outsmart God. See that scripture that says, do not be deceived. That's for you first. Don't lie to yourself. You might be able to fool everybody that you're a good person. But the one who you really should be trying to impress knows the truth. And why try to impress everybody else when the one who holds blessings and curses in his hands knows the truth? The one you ought to be living to please is God. And you can't outsmart him. You know, I read a statement. It was a meme, but I found out somebody actually said it. They said, when I graduate high school, I would like to get a bicycle. But I know that's not how God works. So I stole the bike and then asked for forgiveness. <laughs> Y'all get the point of that, right? The, 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 the philosophy behind the statement is that I've got God figured out. And so I can still get my way and fit in his plan. But the truth of the matter is if you steal the bike and you say you ask for forgiveness, you're not getting forgiveness until you go return the bike. Repentance is not God forgive me yo this bike I'm about to put some rims on it. (laughs) 
Repentance, look at Zacchaeus. The minute God touched his heart, he said, everyone I've ever done wrong to. Repentance causes inner checks. That's why the Bible says, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. And then it goes on to tell you about the principles of sowing and reaping. If you, you, you play in yourself by thinking you can still live this way and move on. You might have got away with the bike this time, but the next time the person at the store might have a gun waiting to blow your head off. Pardon me for being so graphic. Hallelujah. You might get arrested. Nobody's going to leave. You understand what I'm saying? There are consequences to your actions and God is not mocked. You cannot outwit God. You can't outsmart God. You can't get what you want in life and then still fit. And that's the problem with Christianity today. So many, and I blame a lot of it on the pulpit because we've preached this gospel that just makes everybody think you can do, live however you want, do whatever you want, and God is just there to love you whenever you are ready for him. That's where sovereignty comes in now. You don't get to pick God up and put him down. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying in this place. So don't be the guy who says that. Amen, somebody. To mock God is to try to outwit God, and you can't. The way you live is to submit yourself to the Lord. Then the Bible goes on and it says, whatsoever you sow, that you will also reap. Listen to this. What we are today is the result of what we have sown in the past. Amen, somebody. What you are today. Somebody might say, but pastor. Uh, sometimes even when bad things happen to you, you got to examine why. What didn't I see? Or if something bad is happening to you now, but you know you've sown right, then you're in a good place. A harvest is coming. Sometimes God shatters the ground to show you because you've been sowing good. Because I want to deal with that because sometimes not everybody's sowing bad and in a bad place. Sometimes people are sowing good but still feel like, why am I in a bad place? Sometimes the things that are breaking in your life is God's way of saying that I am looking out for you because if you y'all ain't hear what I'm saying in this place and, and look at this look at this the Bible says that what what we sow today we will reap tomorrow so 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 where I end up in life is a result of what I've sown in the past now watch this the imprudent person the person who doesn't care about their future does not understand the importance of the now do y'all see that the importance of the now. So they do as little as possible. Or they don't sow at all. They don't work hard. They don't work hard to improve who they are. They don't work hard. And this is true for every area in our life, right? They don't, they don't put in any seed in the ground. But on payday, they're going to have the shock of their life. Because the quality and the quantity of their rewards will be diminished. You can't expect big rewards when you don't plant. You can't expect quality rewards when you ain't putting quality into life. You can't do what everybody else does and want what everybody else don't have. Oh, come on. Come on. Talk to me today. I know the world is teaching us that the 1% are, 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 are a result of all types of issues in life stemming. There are some 1% who the 1% because they work. Man, it got quiet. Hallelujah. And, 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 and listen, many people do not believe the truth. And you say, Pastor, what are you saying? The way we live sometimes makes me wonder what I really believe. Because it's not so much what I'm saying that's going to bring me results. It's what I'm doing. You, could, you ever met somebody who could talk a good game? You sit next to somebody who could talk a good game? There are people that can talk, but it's not what you talk, it's what you do. And look, sometimes the way we live makes us, it can indicate that we really don't believe the truth. Or we think we're the exception to the rule. We think that God is going to 
let his system run on everybody else but with me? Somebody said it like this. We are great judges of everybody else's case, but great defenders of our own. The reason why, you know, I was hurt. I, you don't like when people tell you off, but when you tell everybody off, I'm just real. <laughs> Dumb. That I'm just, I'm just too, sometimes when you make a statement like, I don't have a lot of friends because, why is it that you don't got a lot of friends? Why is it that nobody want to talk to you? Because I'm just too real for them. See, of all the billions of people that God made, you the realest. <laughs> Tupac in the house. The reason I don't have much is because this one and that one and this one and that one and this one and that one did this to me and this one walked out on me. And there's some people have walked out on other people before and they succeeded. People have went through brokenness before and still moved on in life. People have had, had uh, uh, physical ailments to them and still accomplished much. I see, what's the guy's name that preaches all over the world? No arms, no legs, swimming and all that kind. I said, how in the world is he diving and all? He got no arms and legs. A testimony that nothing could stop you unless you let it. What you sow today will determine where you are tomorrow. And so if you are in a bad place today, my question to you is, what are you going to sow today to change tomorrow? Because if you do the same thing today, tomorrow will not be different. It's time to take control of your life. Congratulations. You either made yourself, played yourself. gosh y'all hearing me in this house listen listen and so your character affects every area of your life who you are if you're not a farmer in life don't ever expect harvest you gotta be you gotta be a person of character in every area of your life when it comes to being a husband you be you be a person of character when it comes to managing finances be a person of character when it comes to christianity here's the problem that's the one area we, 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 we misunderstand and we make Christ a part of our life. It's bad thinking. You've been taught wrong when you've been told, why don't you make Christ part of your life? First of all, sovereignty steps back in and says, you're part of his life. Oh, y all, y all, there's a difference. When you're part of his life, that means he say whatever, whenever. But uh, uh, the second thing is, he doesn't want to be a compartment in, in the box. When you go to the kids' church in the back, they got compartments. God doesn't want to be one compartment. Uh, maybe I'll go and serve him today. Maybe I'll worship him. Maybe I'll read him. He wants to be the whole shelf that every compartment is governed by him. My marriage is governed by him. The, 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 listen, and let me tell you something. The, don't be deceived. These things are not applauded. These things are not celebrated. But that's why the Bible says that there's, a, there's coming a time when God separates the wheat from the tears. When God will dish out his rewards. And one man asks, yeah, 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 Lord, we know that you're going to do all this in the time. Come, he said, no, 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 no man that ever gives these things up for me will not only reap a reward in the Bible and by but in this life and the life to come in this life and the, in this in this life don't you get it twisted God didn't die for you to punish all your way and then finally reach glory there's a peace that passes all understanding there is joy that comes oh my gosh who am I talking to in this house I am not going to let the enemy trick me into thinking that my circumstances is what I gotta settle with no greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and if I begin to have character in every area of my life and not get weary something gotta break something gonna break character somebody said how do you develop good character it starts with sowing the Bible says in Genesis, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains. Is the earth gone yet? Did we have global warming yet? 
I tell y'all don't fear all the stuff they tell you. That ain't how it ends. Read Revelation. It'll tell you how it ends. A virus don't end it. Global warming don't end it. He's coming back. Oh my gosh. And he's going to create new heavens and new earth. I know people won't get deep there, but email me. <laughs> Character. You sow a thought. You reap an action. Remember some young men argued this with me one time. He said, that's not true. You first do the action and you become the... No, 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 no. Before you do anything in life, if you don't have... You want to prove it to you? Get into an accident and let there be no brain function and see if there will ever be any actions. Done the argument. It's good to be back in Church City. Come on, somebody. You can't get this in the living room. Come on, turn up in here, y'all. Come on, y'all. You can't get this on your couch. I know your blanket is nice, but you ain't got no anointing on that blanket. Come on, somebody. If you know God is in this place, make some noise. <laughs> I was saying something before you distract me. I was saying, Savannah. I thought. See, she paying attention, boy. Like that. You sow a thought. That thought eventually becomes the action. Oftentimes, if I want to know something that's bothering me, I watch what I'm always saying. Sometimes I think something ain't bothering me, but every time I get around people, I end up in that conversation. I'm like, wait a minute, this thing's bothering me. I got to check myself. Because why am I keep bringing it up? It don't bother me. Nothing don't bother me. But every time you talk, it come to that. <laughs> you sow a thought, you reap an action. You keep doing that action, you reap a habit. You, reap, you keep doing a habit, you reap a character. And you keep that in your character, that's your destiny. Period, point blank. And so whatever you sow, it's going to determine what you reap. Y'all hear me so far? I'm almost done, y'all. I'm almost done. Look at this, y'all. You straight up reap what you sow. That's my next point. Straight up. You don't plant apples and get bananas. If you don't plant at all, you don't get at all. That's another one. Amen. Y'all hear me? We reap what we sow. But then I like this one. You reap more than you sow. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you plant an apple seed, you don't get back an apple. Oh, God, I in church. Oh, people liking the thing. Oh, they liking us. Amen. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Keep enjoying it. <laughs> You always reap more than you sow. When you plant one seed, you don't get back just one apple. If that, you're going to be like, well, that's not right. <laughs> this big tree and one apple. <laughs> you plant a seed and you get back more than you planted. Do you follow that? Listen to this, y'all. They say this. Look at this. They say, somebody, there's something I read, amen, y'all go look it up, amen. They say that when you sow a stalk, right, of wheat, a kernel of wheat into the ground produces a stalk bearing three heads of wheat. In each head, there are 15 to 35 kernels, altogether producing somewhat uh, close to a hundred kernels from the stalk alone. When planted, these kernels will produce 10,000 kernels. And when those 10,000 are replanted, they produce a million kernels. It's amazing that one person, what one person can do if they just start with the stalk you have. Come on, somebody. But pastor, I started with the stalk I had. Here's my next point. You not only reap, listen, and I want to say this before I jump from this and remind me to come back there. This is true for the negative too. 
you will reap more than you sow with negative deception. So sometimes you think it's just a small lie you told here. That lie down the road wrecks your whole family. That one look. You know which look I'm talking about. That one scrolling and stopping on that one picture. They don't know which picture I'm talking about, Pastor. <laughs> Put up the picture they watch. I, I, got, I call Google and I see all of y'all pictures. Put them up. This church would pass out. Everybody be like, I did. <laughs> y'all knew the picture when I said that. That one stopping on a picture has ruined marriages, ruined minds, caused people to be in depression, caused people to be suicidal, caused people to feel they're condemned by God, caused people to give up on their relationship with God. You think it's something small now. Whatever you plant brings more. Bad spending equals poverty. Lust now equals ruin. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying in this place. Y'all gonna make me say these things. Come on, y'all. What it's true for the negative too. So while you're thinking on the positive end, remember every time you you sowing negatively, you lying, you you're not fixing yourself. There's greater catastrophe ahead. Get it right now. Hallelujah. But getting back to those who are sowing good. And you said, I planted a stock, but I ain't seen nothing. A little boy came home. He had a project from school. Teacher said, plant a plant. Plant the seed and it'll grow. He got excited with his mother. And so he went in and he planted the seed. And he left it overnight, put it on the windowsill, went to bed. Next morning, woke up bright and early Saturday morning. Mommy, I can't wait for my project to take it in on Monday. Why do I? Why am I skipping like I'm shy? <laughs> oh, grown man. Hallelujah. He said, Mommy. And so he looked on the windowsill. And the problem was there was no plant. Upset. My teacher lied to me. Life lied to me. Friends lie. What do you do as an eight-year-old when the world has lied? <laughs> because it's not going how I planned. There's a lot of eight-year-olds in this room. Mama came down and said, son, you don't only reap what you sow. And you don't only reap more than you sow, but you reap, here's my next point, later than you sow. The problem with us is that you want overnight success. And when it doesn't come, you quit sowing and you quit watering. And you quit harvesting. And you quit putting it at the windowsill. You're ready to throw the whole thing out. Because it didn't come up overnight. But I've known many people who've won the lottery. And they have unwon it. You say, what are you talking about? Give them a year. And they have no money. Overnight success. Remember back in the days when they used to tell you, come through, bro. I got a system. No, not the nobody pyramid scheme, but they used to sell you on them, them joints. They used to tell you, listen, boy, you signed up. Listen, every week I go and I go to the, the millionaire club and I see the millionaires and they got the big speeches and all that. And you trying and it's like, why ain't working for me? Because what they forgot to tell you is that it's not a get over scheme and it's going to take the same thing it does on a jobby job or entrepreneurship. You got to work. You got to plant. You got to go make customers. You got to develop the line down. When you, y'all know what I'm, anybody ever been caught up in a pyramid scheme? You were selling for a strong week. I'm like, you had five people under you. You saw $20. There is no overnight success, y'all. You don't reap when you sow. You reap later and you got to have endurance this is why the bible says don't grow weary do you see how it all interlocks don't fool yourself god knows what's really up if whatever you sow you're gonna reap and don't get weary you can't be in a club and the only time you want to get close to God 
God is New Year's Eve. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Did I say that out loud? You can't. I want a good marriage and I want a man to love me. I don't want them to want my just, my physical features. But every time you leave, you listen to the culture that says all you are is your physical feature. And on display, in the, you want to, you on TikTok with your grown self. Talking about I want a good. Who you think coming in that inbox? Denzel Washington? It's good to be back in Church City, y'all. Let's go on, Church City. Make some noise. You replayed it and you so. And it takes, here go that word again. This is four weeks in a row. Discipline. The drummer that I run with, Romel, I don't know if I've, God has used me to keep him or God has kept me from him. <laughs> Romel be saying some crazy stuff, y'all. If you watch, shout out to Romel. And I said, as crazy as the stuff you be saying, man, you still got some conviction. You holding on to the Lord Jesus. How is that? He said, how come you never? He said, because my father, who is a preacher, told him this. While others may, you can't. And that hit me like lightning. Everybody can do whatever they want. But you can't do whatever you want if you want a different destiny. You. Last, I close with this. If you do not like the fruit, check the seed. If you don't like the fruit, Check the seed. If you're here this morning, and you can play with join me, Sister Carly. If you're here this morning, your life is devastated. Maybe something you didn't do. But right now you're eating bitter fruits. I'm here to tell you, don't get weary. Not because somebody else wronged you or a situation went wrong means you got to start planting seeds of bitterness now. My wife, when we moved into our house, was so gung-ho about farming. And the devil used me, y'all. Let me say that there. I'm a pastor. Devil ain't, devil ain't used me. Bind you, devil. The sin in me used me. Every time her poor mother would go, Savannah's mother would go and buy the pot, get the soil and get the seed, I would always come around and be like, you know you're going to kill that plant. You know it's going to die. And if she ever made a mistake, I'd be the first one, see, you're a plant murderer. I started saying things like, this is where plants go to die. <laughs> My marriage working, don't worry about it. There's a method to our madness. We put the fun in dysfunctional. Just pray for us. <laughs> and the other day, did some work in our backyard and she saw remnants of her old plant pots I said I'm gonna throw these out she said no I'm gonna plant again <laughs> I said plant again I said all right I'll keep them for you I tossed them joints somewhere I look back now 
And that's the reality of life. There's a lot of times you're planting and there's people who don't even mean you harm saying the wrong things around you. God could even, listen, sometimes even the people closest to you are insensitive to what you're sowing. Some people live amongst unsafe people and they don't understand why you don't do what they do. Because I'm sowing, man. I'm sowing so that our whole family lineage could be different. They listen to every type of music and watch any type of show. And you say, I can't do that. Why? Because I want to break pornography off of my family. I want to break gun violence from out of my lineage. I don't ever want to see gangster lifestyle as glorified in my family. So my son will never see me glorifying any of them. Shout out to who? Shout out to Jesus only. I'm not saying you can't celebrate people and all of that stuff, but what I'm saying you got to be careful while others may. You got seeds that are growing behind you. I don't applaud everything. I consider what I'm applauding. And some of you might be in a situation today where you say, somebody like Pastor Rich might have come along and said some words and now your plant pot is in the corner you done gave up you done doctor what's wrong with me why am I a plant killer you're not a plant killer you're not a failure by no means am I going to go encourage Sister Sherry after that I might I might go home I might take it to Home Depot after what up on the scene and if you don't like where you are there are others in this building who know they have not been sowing right your life is not going to change until you change the seed if you sow laziness you ain't going to reap a mansion some family beef going on over there <laughs> addicted to pornography I'm addicted fight get out of it get out of it but but people have been what, what people say who cares what anybody says my freedom and be not deceived God is not mine whatsoever a man soweth that he will also reap so I'm here to tell you today, congratulations, you made, but played yourself, choice is yours, let's bow our heads and close our eyes, Father, those that are watching online, I pray that you would bless them today, oh God have your way, have your way in the name of Jesus those that are in this audience today I pray that this word has already done the healing and that you will have your way in every life in this room come on somebody get your life back today don't be scared to put a seed in the ground don't be scared to plant don't be scared don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't be scared to make a decision. Don't be scared to say, I'm going to serve you, Lord, with all my heart. Don't be scared to say no to where no needs to be said. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Sometimes you allow a bad farmer in there. Sometimes you allow people that sow seed in your life that you had no business giving them access to the farm. Sometimes you didn't even give them access. They just a thief and a robber entering into your life. In the name of Jesus, every thought that is not the thought of God, I bind every thought that is from the pit of hell that your people would be free today. Free to serve you. Come on, church city. Free to live life more abundantly. 
free to live and to give you praises free to worship you free because we know God that we've sown in the spirit We've sown in the spirit, Father, that we can walk into your house knowing that we didn't bring you in here or came here to meet you, but you're with us wherever we walk, wherever we step. Would somebody begin to lift your hands all over this room and begin to worship God? Come on, hallelujah. Stand to your feet if you have to, hallelujah. God, my tomorrow will be great because I'm gonna sow today. Sow in tears if you got to. So hallelujah by yourself if you got to hallelujah do whatever it is you've got to do hallelujah but make no mistakes about it get your life back in Jesus name if you're in this building or you're watching online and you've never asked Jesus into your heart that's the greatest seed you can plant in your life. Pray with me, everybody. Say, Father God, I ask you to come into my life and forgive me of every sin. Wash me in your blood. And from today, I believe and I confess that you died for my sins. I repent and I take you as Lord and Savior in Jesus name amen somebody give Jesus a big round of applause you may be seated in the house of the Lord hallelujah come on give Jesus another big round of applause today hallelujah God is good today amen our God is worthy to be praised y'all enjoyed church today now, I've been getting you all out of here early. Listen, some quick announcements before we go on those watching online. First of all, how many of you were blessed today? Hey, listen, guys. Friday night was awesome in here when we were praying. You missed prayer meeting. You missed an awesome time. The Lord moved, and one of the things we prayed for is that God really begin to supply so that we can get a new building. Listen, giving, I believe, I know, is another way that God wants you to live by being a giver to the kingdom of God all through the Bible God always kept something for himself from Genesis he said every fruit but these don't touch there's something that you always should sacrifice to God and so today I want to encourage you to become a giver into church city church city is good ground and I'm so excited you see where, where, where the fruits that you sow go and we've got a VBS coming up that we're going to do for your kids for one week. We never charge. Your kids come in here, they're blessed. They get top-notch product. Yesterday, Sister Stacy sent me a picture, and the other guy sent me pictures of some of the stuff they're going to be teaching. They're going to be blown away by the stuff they see. It's going to be good, y'all. Amen? Uh, uh, we've outgrown our space. We've allowed our kids to come back, and immediately the room in the back is too packed, and the nursery is packed. We put a brand new television, one big TV in the back. I was so proud of it on Friday. I made everybody Friday nights. I come see the TV. Come. They're like, come on, man. I've seen the TV before. But the kids are in the back, and they're learning in the best. I want to redo the whole back there, but I, I just, I just, I just, we just need a new building. We just need a bigger building to be able to do all, all that God has put in our hearts. So please continue to sow, amen. And those watching online, continue to sow, amen. Eventually, when we get back, we're going to have meetings together where we can talk more strategically on how to accomplish that. But who knows, maybe God will bless us before then and we don't have to have a meeting. We just get it, hallelujah. He's that type of God, amen. And so continue to sow. Those that are watching online, if you want to sow, all the ways you can give into Church City are on the screen. Cash App Church City USA. Or Zella Church City USA. I've been saying this for like a year and a half, and I still got to look. Church City USA at gmail.com or go to our website, churchcityusa.com. If you want to give conventionally, make sure you see one of our ushers and they'll make sure they receive whatever it is you want to. So if we've been a blessing to you in any way, help us to continue to be a blessing to the many who have not heard us as yet. Amen. Amen. And some upcoming announcements. All the young people, tomorrow night is your trip. Y'all going golfing, Tiger Woods, y'all. Amen. The youth trip is Monday, July 26th. I believe every young person is going. 
should have been spoken to by now, so the details should have been worked out. Walk with at least $12 to be able to participate in golf. I don't know if that'll get you a meal too, uh, but you know, if you don't want to be hungry, uh, walk with some more money. <laughs> Amen. But uh, that's for high school, college, age. Amen. So please keep the junior highs home and don't, don't bring your nursery kids and, and, and make the youth leave say, what's going on here? Amen. Hallelujah. All right, I'm online. Can't joke like that. All right, uh, keep it moving, keep it moving. Then we've got, we've got, um, uh, you know, there's another announcement. If you've accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, Sister Sherry does a class every Thursday. And it, they started already, and it's, it's a, a couple weeks, and then she starts it again. And so far, this class is filled up. But if you've accepted Jesus, go to our website and click where it says, I accepted Jesus. Let us know who you are if you're in this building. We want to get you a book and get you prepared for that next class. If you want to be baptized... At the end of those classes, we do a big baptism, and we're going to do one very soon. I'm excited about that. Amen. Bible study every Tuesday. This Tuesday was good. Brother Fred held it down. I, I, I Y'all didn't know, I, I, I jumped in for like a quick minute because I had some things to do, and I, I jumped out. And I know Brother Fred uh, started on a series, four topics he's touching back to basics. Salvation, sanctification. Well, let me go in order. Salvation. This week, I believe he's touching justification, then sanctification. And finally, when you get to week four, you'll be in glorification. Hallelujah. So you don't want to take a vacation from the Bible station on Tuesday in the nation. City singles. Let me say this, single does not mean you need therapy or you need help. This just simply means you ain't married. But I'm dating, you ain't married, I said. Now why I'm saying that, let, let me not say that mean, let me, let me say what I mean by that, is because this helps you. One of the things when people want to get married in this church we do is we recommend marriage counseling, premarital counseling. The singles environment is stuff that helps you while dating to still focus on God. It, and this is for any age that is single. People don't think, oh, that's single young people. It's for any age. Because the, 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 the Bible, anyway, I'm going to preach. This Wednesday, July 28th, I want to encourage all the single people to come. It's on Zoom. You don't even got to go nowhere. Just click a link. Amen. And join, they will be getting into a book from a pastor who I admire and love. Y'all know I love Pastor Tony Evans. He's written a book just for, for, for that, amen. And the book will be introduced, and I believe they'll be walking through that material. And then the singles got a lot they got planned coming up, say, in the fall. So you want to be a part of that. But I'm dating. I'm engaged. You are not married. I told you I want to go like that. I'm, I'm waiting. But, you know, she so don't... All right, and then moving right along, VBS. Amen. I was so blessed. We got little Christian that registered to, to volunteer. He was a student of VBS. Now he's one of the leaders. And then I got, um, what's his name? Joel. It's Joel, right? Joel signed up too for VBS. So these are all VBS students that are now running VBS. I need to see some more volunteers. We need as much help as we can get. We've got over 30-something kids, and the number keeps growing every week. It's a lot of kids coming to VBS, and we're excited. Please, um, if you have not registered your kids, register them. We want to know who they are so that we can know the amount of people that are coming here, and, um, and we can make things happen for them. I don't know if I did I miss any announcement, anything else. Nope, that's it. We'll be back here on Friday. And, um, you know, my heart's desire, we're not going to have another City Friday as yet with another guest. I'm, I'm lining up some nice guests. But I want to come back and pray again this week. I enjoyed it so much. And I believe we, we got to pray some more. I believe that God is going to do something in that prayer meeting. So if you're watching at home, join us for prayer. If you're in the building, come out this Friday and let's pray. How many of you coming out to pray? It was one hour, but it was a powerful hour. And I want to invite you to come out. Amen. Listen, God bless you. Did you enjoy church today? Please, please come back and please uh, uh, go in the grace and in, in everything that God has for you. And let me close you in prayer. Uh, Father, we just love you and we praise your name. And I thank you for our online audience and those that are in the building. Thank you for your word today. Let it take root. I pray that as we upload the word, that the people of Church City would get excited and share it to their friends. 
They would follow the podcast. They would re-listen to the word. They would send it to somebody and said, hey, this blessed me. And help us to grow our church. Because the more we grow is the more people love you. Is the more people that are out of darkness into light. I thank you for every leader and every volunteer that has worked today hard. And every member and friend that showed up and those online. Bless us as we leave this place, but never your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Help me say this, y'all. In the midst of crisis, we are focused on who Christ is. God.